Good afternoon, and welcome to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined for this afternoon's show uh, by my co-host, as always, Michael Kubik. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, Joseph. And we do have a guest with us for the show. I'll let Michael introduce her, and uh, we'll begin, as we always do, with our prayer to St. Michael. In the name, in the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Michael. Thank you, Joseph. Yes, today we have a uh, distinguished guest. Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, she is. Yes, she is. She was uh, a former officer for the state Columbiettes and presently serves as president of St. Joseph's uh, Columbiettes Council. Or I guess you're an auxiliary, auxiliary. 12788. Yes. And uh, without further uh, ado, we will introduce Diane Frudel. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me again. I think this is the third year I've been here. So um, thank you again. And I'm going to talk a little bit today about uh, an event that we are putting on. It's our 10th anniversary for our Christmas Fest. Um, it's a large event. We have 55 vendors. Um, they have things anywhere from handmade uh, items to commercial items. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about them specifically in a little bit. Um, we're going to have food for purchase and the foods provided by our Knights of Columbus. This year, we're going to have breakfast from 8.30 to 10.30. I'm sorry, from 8 to 10.30. And then lunch will start from 10.30 to 2, 2.30. Um, our event is from 8 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. And it is at the St. Joseph Parish Life and Education Center. That's at 420 East Simpson Street in Mechanicsburg. So it's where um, our St. Joseph School is. It's in that, that building. Yeah, um, but you're good. We're right up the street from the radio station. You're about, what, yes. a mile and a half, two miles? Yeah. yeah. Um, so some of the things that we have in addition to the vendors, we're going to have a Keep Christ in Christmas card sale, and that's, uh, again, on behalf of our Knights. Um, we have decorated Christmas trees, uh, mostly the tabletop size, but we have a few larger ones, a few four-foot, and I believe one six-foot, and they're all pre-decorated. Um, we're having a bake sale. Something called Pies for a Purpose sale. We started this a few years ago where we ask our pastor, Father Rosman, what purpose he would like um, money for. So the sale of all of the pies goes towards his purpose. Um, this year we have a new room in our uh, one uh, meeting center. It's called the Little Flower Room, and we have a nice statue of St. Therese of Lisseur, and the money is going to um, build a pedestal to put the statue on. So that's our Pies for a Purpose sale this year. There you go. God love Father Ross, by the way, because we would do the same thing when he was down at the cathedral. Oh, okay. Not, not so much the pies with a purpose, but he would come to us, come to the nights with, with stuff like Different that. Different things yeah, to, yeah, to help out. Um, money from um, the bake sale also goes to a specific, um, well, I don't want to say purpose, but a specific organization. And this year we're donating to the Diocese of Mandeville in Jamaica. Um, one of the fathers from there had given a talk at our at our parish um, a few months ago. So we decided to give the bake sale proceeds to the Diocese of Mandeville in Jamaica. Every little bit helps. 
It does. It really does. In the last two years, um, for both the pies and the bake sale, we donated $1,000 each. There you go. So, so that was very nice. Also, to celebrate our 10th year anniversary, we're going to give random giveaways during the um, event. So I think we're going to give on the either on the hour or the half hour, we're just going to go out and pick someone. And uh, we have some uh, $10 gift cards. So if you're there, you might be chosen and get a, a, a giveaway. There you go. It's all good fun, and the money's going for good purposes. Exactly. Exactly. We have our silent auction. Um, Ticket raffle, and what a ticket raffle is, is again, we have um, items that maybe aren't quite as large or as uh, expensive as the silent auction. So there'll be a little, you buy tickets, and there'll be a little bag in front of each item. And if you would, you know, want to try and win an item, you put your ticket in the bag, and then we'll draw the winning ticket at the end. And then a 50-50 raffle. So again, whatever money we take in, the winner gets 50% of that. There you go. And it's all, it's all going, like I said, for a good cause. Yep. Yes. Yeah, we donate to various things throughout the year. Um, you know, and our primary fundraiser is our Christmas Fest. So all that money ends up going out. We um, do uh, Thanksgiving gift card donations to needy members of our parish. The parish office gives us a number of, of families that they want to give to, and we buy gift cards for them. We have what's called our backpack ministry, where uh, July and August we collect school supplies. Sure. Divide them up among, you know, needy school in the diocese. Um, our school gets some. New Hope Ministries gets some. We have what we call our shoebox ministry, and that's where um, people just donate, like, toiletries and things like that. And we've been giving to the Bethesda Mission in Harrisburg both their men's shelter and their women's shelter. So that's some of the things that our money our money goes to. It's all good stuff. It's our way or your, your group's way of paying it forward. Exactly. And if we can get more groups doing this. Whether it's you know whatever, uh, group Elks or, or Kiwanis or whatever, you know not just the Knights or the Columbians, but we need to, there needs to be more of that I think. Yes. You know, get back to some kind of symbols of normalcy and go and pay it forward because you're not taking it with you. Exactly. You know. Exactly. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, when they put the lid down in the box, you're not taking the credit card with you. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, some of the vendors, I would like to talk about some of the vendors that are going to be at Christmas Fest this year. Um, a real popular one is a local or, uh, company, Surrey Alpacas of Shiloh Farm, and they feature hats, gloves, socks made of alpaca wool. So they're always a, a busy vendor at the event. Some of the commercial vendors we have are the Gourmet Cupboard. They sell food and drink mixes, 31 Gifts, Avon, um, and then some of the more craft items, we have handmade jewelry. We have vendors who do wreaths, um, ornaments, and other Christmas decorations. We have crocheting and knitting products, um, wood decor vendors, candles, soaps, handmade soaps. We have a local author who's been coming the last few years. Some of you may know his name, Joe Cress. He's a historian and journalist. Um, and he offers books on local history and World War II, uh, children's books, greeting cards. Um, so that's just that's just some of the things. And then the other thing we try and do for the children, we, in the past we did games, but the last few years we uh, changed over from games to crafts. So we have certain holiday crafts that the you know children can come and make and then take home with them. There you go. That, that they'll keep occupied if yes, nothing else versus yeah. the games and, and pieces wind up on the floor or whatever. Right. But yeah. That, and then all the kids that participate are going to get a little goodie bag. There you go. That, that so. it sounds like you've been laying this out pretty. 
extensively we had, since the last year. Yeah, yeah, we have it. We have it down pretty well. You know, well, we do start our meetings in June for the you know to plan this. So you have to. Yes. Sure. Yeah, it's a large event. So yeah, Michael. Well, I think one of the things that uh, is really good about this is that we've learned during COVID that uh, local vendors really appreciate the money that they receive from selling their wares. And this is a good opportunity because what we're talking about is right the weekend before Christmas, or I'm sorry, weekend before Thanksgiving, a month before Christmas, good opportunity to be able to support local businesses, uh, local vendors who um, may just do this as a hobby, but you can actually find uh, fantastic Christmas gifts. And at a reduced rate, it's not going to be like going to a box store where you have to pay everybody and his mother to be able to get it down to you through the distribution channel. And it's a good way to meet uh, local vendors. You know, these are actually the people that you see in, you know, the giant wise markets. And sure. you get to see them. And then here you get to actually talk to them and see what their crafts are. And I know that, uh, you know, you, you've named a plethora of items that are going to be going on, you know, between the 50-50s and the, and the uh, baskets that are available, the little bags that you get to put your chits in and hope you win. Uh, this year, your 10th anniversary, you're doing that fantastic thing about handing out gift certificates to people randomly. My name is Michael, and you know where I'll be walking around. <laughs> I'll let you know where I'm at to make sure that I'm one of those. He's got no shame. Right. <laughs> he has no shame, man. Yeah, one of the things that we're really happy about is most of our vendors are returning. So they've been coming back year after year. So you know that they must do well enough to, to come back. I think we have maybe like six new vendors this year, which really out of – you know, 55, six is not a lot. So we have mostly recurring recurring. And people. they come back because, A, they have a nice location. They know you guys run a class event. So it's, you know, that's, I come back too, sure. And I think it's like anything, you know, there, there's a fun aspect. You know, Advent really and truly is, is kind of a sad time because we're awaiting the, the birth of our Lord whose ultimate uh, demise is going to be his crucifixion. But there's a joyness about uh, family gatherings for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, relatives getting together, friends. And I think that uh, that alone uh, starts it off. You're actually kicking that off with this. And, uh, and we're really glad that you guys are doing it. Uh, I know that I've always had a fun time there. I don't do much. I, I work usually at the nights thing, and I usually take the orders or take the money. In the past, we worry about Mike Casey taking money, so I take the money, and, <laughs> and we just we just let Mike take the orders. <laughs> Michael, I'm sorry, I didn't see that coming, buddy. I okay, know. I plan those, but uh, it, you know, I it really and truly is a good time, and it does get you in the spirit, and I think that's one of the things that uh, makes these kind of events so much fun, and not just the one at St. Joseph's, but the, I know that other churches and parishes are doing this throughout uh, the diocese, and. And it's really an opportunity for you to go to these and, and see your uh, brothers and sisters in Christ and uh, have a good time. And we do have a visit from St. Nicholas, um, I think uh, 12 to 1. So St. Nicholas will be handing out um, candy canes and little prayer cards to kids. If you're there around lunchtime with your kids, they can see St. Nicholas. Yeah, and like you were saying, uh, you actually had the little craft things for the kids going on. That's a nice thing to hang on your refrigerator. Yep. Uh, take it home to Grandma or Grandpa, and they'll enjoy it. There, you, there you go. We're uh, coming up quickly on our break here, uh, Lady and uh, Michael. Yeah, so, I didn't uh, say gentlemen. I, I was going to say yeah. ladies and you gentlemen. You noticed that? No, we can't do that. <laughs> uh, 
I'll tell you what, uh, we're getting close enough. How about we just go to a break and we'll come back and talk to you more about the Columbiettes and, and other stuff that you're doing down at the parish. Sounds With that, good. we're going to go to a break. We'll be back right after these messages. And welcome back to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Mike Kubik, and we have Diane. Help me say your last name. Friendell. Friendell. I, I was going to mess it up. Uh, with us from the Columbia, it's up at St. Joe's in Mechanicsburg. Michael. Yes, before we get... <clears throat> Excuse me. Before we get started with Diane and talking a little bit about the Columbiettes and maybe carry on a little bit more conversation about Christmas Fest, uh, this show will be airing on Veterans Day. So I'd like to thank all of those out on our listening audience that served, male or female. Uh, thank you so very much for what you've done. And to my brother Marines, uh, November 10th is the Marine Corps birthday, and I'd like to wish all of you a very happy birthday on behalf of the United States Marine Corps. Diane, you belong to an organization also, much like the Marines and the Knights of Columbus. How about the Columbiettes? Uh, the Columbiettes, yes. We are uh, in a women's group that's uh, under the Knights of Columbus. There are, I guess, he I don't know when to say head, but we're just part of the Columbi Columbian family, we call it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, we are an organization of Catholic women, and we have three patronesses that we are dedicated to, the Blessed Virgin Mary, St. Therese, the Little Flower, and St. Joan of Arc. Um, what we do is we really do a whole wide range of things. We provide monetary and volunteer assistance to our parish, our school, our community. Um, we provide scholarships for seminarians. Um, we donate to various organizations. Um, Holy Family Radio, in fact, is one of our regular. Um, Morning Star Pregnancy Services. Silence of Mary, um, we do collect items for them. Um, they are a local Christian organization that provides assistance to the disadvantaged the elderly, the homeless, refugees, and others in need. Some of the things we do within our parish, um, if any of you have been to St. Joe's Community Penance Service in either uh, for Advent or during Lent, uh, the Columbiettes act as ushers and you know try and get people routed so that there's not big long lines at, at you know one priest. Also, if you've been in St. Joe's uh, during the Lenten or Advent season, um, you might have seen the prayer chain that, that was hung up and surrounding uh, the church where people um, wrote their prayers. We took care of, you know, cutting the paper, buying the paper, putting the chain together for the parish. We really do anything, um, pretty much anything that the parish may request us to do. We've been asked to um, sponsor and provide, uh, run uh receptions if one of our seminarians when they're ordained is either a deacon or a deacon to a priest. I mentioned already before that we have our backpack and shoebox ministry. That, so that's just really some of the things that we that well, we do. Yeah, and you guys are coming up, I guess, in 2026. 
You'll be having your 20th anniversary. Oh, yes. You'll be uh, 20 years. And uh, I remember when the Columbia had started, uh, I don't think it ever would have existed at St. Joseph if it wasn't for Father DeBrucchio. And you guys do something in his name, correct? We do. We do a scholarship, $500 scholarship called the Father de Bicaroy Scholarship. Um, it goes to a seminarian in need at the uh, seminary where he went, uh, which is Pope St. John the 23rd. 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, seminary in Massachusetts. Um, so we try, we ask first um, when we were sending the scholarship that they, if possible, choose a, a someone, a young man who is a Knight of, Knight of Columbus in the Diocese of Harrisburg, if there is one, which there was one last year, and it, that they be in need. So yes, we do that in Father DeBicaro's name. Yeah, he, uh, he was very instrumental. He um I remember when, when we were looking at starting the Columbiettes, it was really hard to get officers and the like. I mean, that's true with any organization. And I remember Father DeBricchio, he used to run out of mass, and he would be in the back, and he would be grabbing ladies saying, go over here and sign up, get over here and sign up, get over here. <laughs> but that's just up. the way he it was. It was fun. Yep. Well, I, I, think, I think the reason being is, is, and I think you've proven this over the past, um, you know, when we got 6, 15, 23, uh, past 17 years, you've proven that uh, he was justified in what he did because you ladies are doing a fantastic job at St. Joseph's. As an organization throughout the state of Pennsylvania, you're doing a fantastic job. Um, when, when the Columbiates were first started back in 2006 at St. Joseph's, it was not yet a state. We had no state officers. We were actually a territory uh, coming out of New Jersey, and they controlled uh, all the aspects of it. But we had the group of ladies from uh, York, Pennsylvania, who were doing a fantastic job, and they were the ones that actually uh, wanted to get it started in other areas. And you guys have expanded beyond belief. I mean, it, it's really a, 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 a growing organization. And, and, and just personally, if you are a lady out there and you really want to uh, do something good for the Catholic faith, you want to really do something good for yourselves because I know that uh, you gain a lot by being a Columbiad. A Columbiad, I would suggest, if your parish has them, join. If your parish doesn't have them, contact someone like Diane, and they can get you started with the state officers and help you start a uh, Columbiad within your uh, within your parish. All you need is uh, Knights of Columbus Council. Yeah. Worst case scenario is call the parish office. They will have Diane's yep. number, yep. and they will. Uh, put you in touch with her. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I also want to point out that we do not replace any other organizations within the parish. So um, if your parish has other women's groups, um, you know, Columbiates don't replace them. Um, we're there to do, um, you know, other things, maybe things that other groups can't do. And again, with our fundraisers, we can do a lot of monetary monetary things. Um, we have really grown this year, our, our auxiliary, we're up to 62 62 or 63 members, I believe. But as, as Mike indicated, it is still very hard to get officers. Um, it, it, you know, it's a little bit of work, but it's not, you know, a terrible amount of work. When I first started, when I was first president, this is my actually second round, um, you know, I was still working. Um, so, you know, it does take time, but, you know, even with, with younger women, you know, it's nice to have volunteer things on your resume. There you go. There you go. It's, it's all part of it. And, and I'm going to go off topic here just real quick because I didn't realize she did it until I walked out there to our station manager's desk and it was a check this young lady brought with us, with her, for $100 from the Columbia up at St. Joe's. For that, we thank you, honey. You're welcome. You. You're very welcome. We think it's important what you do 
And uh, we thank you for having us here and able to talk about both the Columbiettes and the um, Christmas Fest. Anytime. You know where the studios are and you know where the door is. So anytime, you're more than welcome. Get a hold of myself and Mike. <clears throat> yeah, we open that to all Columbiettes. I mean, they're, they're, I, I know that locally we have uh, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton yes. has Columbiettes. I, I don't know if there's any other ones. York is then the next area. closest then it goes down one. To York. But um, the state, the state goal this year is to do some expansion. I think we have nine auxiliaries throughout the state, but the um, the state group is has a new committee called the expansion committee, um, and we want to try and expand expand the um, Columbiates. And it, you know, you just have it's eighteen years old and older, eighteen years of age and older, um, Catholic. Some some women think that your husband has to be a Knights of Columbus. No, single women are welcome. Women, you know, whose husbands are not knights. It's open to any Catholic woman, 18 years old and older. And as Mike indicated, you're um, to start an auxiliary. You do need to have a Knights of Columbus at your parish. And with the diocese of Harrisburg, there's pretty much a council in every parish in the diocese now. So it's yeah. So there's no we can there's, no there's no excuse. For a uh, grand night, not saying, uh, bring him in front of his council that they would like to start an auxiliary because I think it's a worthwhile organization. And as you can tell from what Diane has mentioned today, the good works that are being done at St. Joseph's uh, Parish because of the Columbiettes. Yeah. And uh, I know we work together, the councils work together with the auxiliary. It's always nice, I think, no matter what you put on, to see a friendly female face because a lot of times the guys are like Joe and not very good looking and mean looking to people. You so. see what I have to put up with, Diane? <laughs> you see, no respect, I get. No respect, no, no, no respect. No. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's, it's a really good organization. And I think, as Diane pointed out so eloquently, is it's not replacing anyone. It's, it, it's actually, I mean, I've seen uh, auxiliaries like uh, Columbia's work with the Council of Catholic Women. There, there's no. Um, there doesn't have to be, it's not confrontational. It's a group. We're yes. all in this together. Uh, hopefully we're all going to get to heaven together, and this is just another way of being able to uh, make life on earth just a little bit easier for those in need. Now, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's paying it forward. It's another group of, of women or men, or when we had the squires, yeah, the young men, uh, doing stuff, good stuff. And paying it forward. I mean, we've done anything, everything from putting down tan bark around the parish grounds to, you know, pancake breakfast, you know, right. or raising, taking, getting canned goods and taking them over to the food bank. The, the, the need is there. The need, all these needs don't go away. They just vary from area to area. So do what you can. If you feel so inclined, you know, give Diane a call. Yes, we again we welcome new members. We try to have um, an initiation. You do have to go through an initiation ceremony to become a member. Um, it's much reduced from what it was years ago. It takes about twenty minutes. Um, so we try and have them as often as we have you know people who want to join. Do you still have a minor and a major degree? No. Now that they changed to this new ceremony, it's just once you join, it's and your full same. member. Similar to what we've done in the nights, yeah, where the we've nights eliminated the three degrees. And gotten into uh, one ceremonial. That, that basically covers yeah, the, the aspects everyone. of the, the, the four degrees. So from talking about ease, it's a very easy organization to join. It also, I know during their uh, degree, I remember when he used to be the liner and the major, during the degree, uh, your, your faith is really brought to the forefront. You, uh, the, the three that we're talking about, Blessed Virgin Mary, St. Teresa, and Joan of Arc, uh, 
their lives and what they mean. I mean, if you really think about it, think about three women who have done so much for the Catholic faith. I mean, the first, you know, without the mother, there wouldn't be the son. And uh, St. Teresa, uh, we still say her prayer today yeah. concerning priests. I mean, yep. you know, it, it, it's one that I recite every day. And, you know, thank God they get to have a crown in heaven, the priests do. And I wish, I know Father Sod, he's going to be wearing his. So uh, it'll, it'll oh, be yes. something to see. Yeah. And then Joan of Arc, I don't think you could pick another better person to show the strength um, of, a, of the females that uh, encompass our faith. So I think it's really a, a good organization to join. If, you, if you're not joining, I think you ought to at least look into it and see, uh, see what they have available. Because I know that's one of the things too, Diana, if, if you happen to be, I'm going to just use two as an example. If you happen to be a lady or a good shepherd in Catherine Drexel, if you don't have a Columbia organization, you could look at St. Joseph's or St. Elizabeth Ann Seton and Absolutely. join. We actually have two members who are from uh, St. Teresa's in New Cumberland because they do not have a group. Um, so two of our members. But there again, maybe going forward, they would be the ones that would initiate and get that started down there. It, it's a growing organization exactly. you guys are here. Would you say nine? I think there's nine throughout the state, and again, their goal this year is expansion. And, 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 and they will. Once they put a, a template together, how they want to proceed forward, Yeah, it's going to come. God, God love you guys for what you're doing. We're getting up uh, against the clock here. I want to thank you for coming in. Thank you very much for the donation to Holy Family Radio. Welcome. Along with the Mikey Kubik and Diane, I'm Joe Murphy. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. God bless.